You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and Lori Pope Rosso from That's the right. Studio Displays, who is one of our favorite clients and love working with them over there. And Elise, got to give you a shout out because she's awesome as well. But let's talk a little bit about studio displays. Have you ever walked into a museum or a trade show and been just bowled over by, wow, this display is amazing or this booth is amazing? And you're thought, thinking, man, I'd love to meet the artist who created that. Well, we've got one of them here today, and we're so excited to learn a little bit more about their story. Our guest on the Brand Butters podcast is the chief operating officer of one of Charlotte's oldest and best-known displays company, Studio Displays, one of the largest, if not the largest, women's-owned company in Charlotte, which was founded nearly 40 years ago by the late Tom Pope. Um, Studio Displays carries on the same artistic and creative, creative passion that Tom had. And uh, it's really cool if you go into their facility to see the history of the business, but really they still continue to drive his mission, which is really, really neat. And I think that's uh, something that's really cool that both not only Lori, but her brother have continued um, to bring to the table for studio displays and for everyone that works there. Uh, Chris is her brother. So we are super excited here to welcome uh, Lori to our own studio. And thank you for being our guest on the Brand Builders podcast. You are very welcome. Thank you for having me. Morning, Lori. Thank you for joining us. Great introduction, Brian. They have a lot of cool stuff going on over there. And we know you you do displays for museums and trade shows. And is there more of your work we we should recognize and talk about? And we just want to know more about studio displays. So I think one of the biggest things, I mean, trade shows are 80% of our business. Uh, we make the most money off of trade shows. What? Um, Boom. <laughs> Oh, you guys actually make money? Yeah. Yeah. This isn't a free service. That's the only line of business we make money on. (laughs) Museums. Uh, Museums are super cool. So my dad, uh, Tom Pope, you know, we have, we are building our brand off of his legacy because he started the um, business from the ground up, literally one of those backyard stories. I mean, he had a small garage in the back of his house, in the back of the house back in the day, and he designed his first project. He built it. He installed it delivered it, picked it up, and stored it in said garage, you know. So it kind of, he led, all his projects led him to trade shows. Um, but he loved building really cool shit, and that's mm-hmm. what we do. So that's our our slogan today. Five years ago, when he was still living, and he was like, that needs to be our slogan. That's what we do. We build cool shit. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we can't do that. And now we can. So I think he'd be smiling down knowing that that's kind of where we're taking ourselves because that is what sets us apart. We have so many fabricators in the back of our shop that are just uber talented. I mean, they build stuff that you can't even imagine. So um, it's kind of that thing I'm trying to promote more of the specialty fabrication things that we do, billboards, I mean, the whole nine yards. And getting that message out there is important to me because that's where you get those really cool portfolio pieces. And that's where you see what sets yourself apart. Mm -hmm. We don't make huge margins off of it, but it's based on who we are. So sometimes, you know, it's not all about just what's the margin, you know, what's the bottom line what's the profit margin. It's about what we're doing and how we feel about it. And I think that kind of translates through everything we do. And it makes me feel really good about, you know, where we are going as a company and, you know, how we're going to get there. So that prompts me to ask the question, is there, is there something in Charlotte, some of your work in Charlotte that, that people could see like 
or or that probably see all the time and and just have no idea who created that or how that so came to life. The, right now, it's kind of like you could go to Discovery Place, right? If you have your kids okay. and you go down to the bottom level of World Alive down there, you'd see hanging banner structures and you know relief from rocks and all that kind of stuff and all the interactive elements. So and we fabricated all of that stuff. So you don't even like when you're in there and you're experiencing these environments. A lot of times you don't even think about. Oh, I wonder who built this. <laughs> Oh no, it's just yeah. there. And, <laughs> it's yeah. there and you interact like, with cool. it and you're having fun. Your kids are having fun. That's all you really care about because you don't have to worry about them for 10 minutes or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, somebody built that and somebody really thought through the process of this kid might hang on this or they might chew on it or they might do this, you know, <laughs> and that's kind of what we, we do is we really value the whole experience and we want to make sure from start to finish that not only for our end client, which may be Discovery Place, but for the end user that they really have a memorable um, experience. Uh, back in the day, so one of my challenges is we were a Charlotte, obviously, based company. Born and raised in Charlotte, parents born and raised in Charlotte, my grandparents born and raised in Charlotte. So we haven't spent any marketing dollars. Like, generally, everything's been word of mouth. The only thing I've ever spent money on is a website. So my goal now is to really start marketing ourselves because Charlotte is such a changing platform. I mean, like, just the environment here is everybody's moving in. You can't go off a of word of mouth anymore of who you know because there's so many people that are just coming in every day, right? So marketing ourselves is key, and we haven't done that in a long time. So I'm really looking forward to, and this podcast is I'm grateful for because it is, like you said, another way just to get our story out there, and you know I, I appreciate it. So. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a lot of entrepreneurs that come on our podcast, and it's so cool to just kind of hear their story and where they came from. But you have a unique one, right? Not only are you now, you know, running this business that was created from your father, but you grew up in this business. Sure. Tell me a little bit, what was it like growing up in a business or in a family um, with, with your with your dad owning that business and then having your brother? And now you work directly with your brother in this business. So it's literally been an entire, I guess, lifetime it has. of Studio Displays. It has, but when we were growing up, all we did was go in there because we started out, studio started out as seasonal decor for malls, right? So when you would see those little villages set up with the little bands, mm -hmm. those you pneumatic know, like bands going on, with, that's what we did. So that was my dad's first job that I spoke to earlier. And, you know, that is what led him, the storing it and the breaking it down and doing all that led him into trade shows. So back in the day, all we knew was wrapping big, huge presents with some ugly ass mylar, you know, with some hot glue and gluing my fingers together and not having a fingerprint, you know, and not going getting to the paid. ER. Yeah, I got paid nothing. I was like, there's got to be some child labor. Yeah, right. Here. No, but they didn't force it on us. Right. So they didn't like I didn't really know that much about it. I mean, I was a teacher out of high out of, out of college. So and then I never will forget I was teaching in Raleigh. I wanted to move to Charlotte. Could not find a teaching job in Charlotte, so I called my dad. I mean, I could find one, but it was like, you got to teach like four subjects. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was wrong with a public school. That's a whole other uh, conversation. But so anyway, I called my dad, and I was like, Dad, you got a job? He was like, uh, well, I need a salesperson. I guess if you suck at that, you can answer the phones. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I'll go back to teaching if this doesn't work out, but appreciate the opportunity. So I literally did not know anything about, like, the core business part of it. I loved sales for years. I was selling, 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 thinking, oh, the more you sell, the more you make. No, that's not true. It's got to be profitable. It's got to be, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so now coming from that aspect of running the business and owning it and 
feeding 40 different families and all that. That's stressful. Yeah. Um, and some days I like it, and a lot of days I, I don't. Like, <laughs> I'm not a great manager of people. I'm, I'm learning. My head doctor said that uh, I need to be more kind and methodical. So I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, but, no, I mean, it's fun. I learn something new now every single day. I always do with trade shows because they're so varied, and everything is always so different. And it's fun. So we try to have fun. We have a good time. But it is very family-oriented. When we have interviews, I tell people, if you're looking for a corporate environment, this is not the environment for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, and we, but we treat people like family because they are our family. I'm with those people more than more I than am my family. family. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have more. the same philosophy there. You know? Absolutely. And yeah. so you mentioned 80% of your business is trade shows. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk a little bit about that? Like, what are corporations doing? Like, what are they hiring you for? What do these things look like? It's not just a pop-up banner at, no. a, at a 10 by 10 space. These things are elaborate. I mean, you build, for lack of better terminology, little villages at these trade True. shows, right? I mean, people spend like, money like like it's like a house or something, you know? I mean, investing in a trade show exhibit can be, it's a huge part of the marketing budget. So an extremely large line item. So the first thing people will do is they see that line item and they're like, they want to get the best value, the best service, the best quality that they can. So driving those leads and building that brand is is key to what we do. Um, I think the biggest thing with trade shows, like where things get lost, is that lead generation and the follow-up afterwards. It's like, what's my ROI going to be if I go into this? It's like, okay, <laughs> that's very hard to quantify from a trade show exhibit perspective unless you're doing something specific within the space, like interacting with a certain element and they're actually driving people to the site to go back to the site, which is a lot of what you guys do and the way I want to incorporate more of that lead generation, the follow-up and the post-show and pre-show marketing. I mean, it's there's a lot more involved to it than just the exhibit. So we try and go a step beyond just building sure. a booth, designing a cool booth, because there's a lot of firms that can do that. But ours is relationship-driven and, you know, trusting the fact that we're going to help them generate those leads and I'll even like from my sales perspective and now owning the business I'm like you need to put this platform in place what are your salespeople doing how are you checking that what's your sales manager you know what's the process and they're like I literally had that conversation the other day oh I don't even know I'm like that's a freaking problem exactly. <laughs> you should know <laughs> exactly so. and that well you bring up a good point and we we work or our business model is the same way right we mm -hmm. want to challenge our clients we're right. not just here to be an order taker and take your logo and put it exactly where you want it we can do that believe mm -hmm. me but we will challenge you and, and ask you those questions why are you putting your logo on this what are you really trying to get out of putting this this product out there right. same thing with a booth right if you don't have that answer then why are you even there yeah. You know, so that's exactly. A, I bet you, I mean, somebody that's coming up to the table for a $250,000 line item mm -hmm. and doesn't know the answer to that question. And then you ask them, that's a lot of soul searching. And they're going to yep. look at you more as a value and not a line item and go, okay, hold on. If we're spending $250,000, I'm going to go with studio displays. Cause not only are they going to do a hell of a job on that booth, mm -hmm. they're talking about pre-show post-show engagement, mm -hmm. things that if you're not doing that, then, then you need to be working with studio displays and we will get you their information shortly. but I, I want to go back to something here. So I love that you talk about being a family. Um, I've had the opportunity to go over Scott and I both have had the opportunity to go over to your offices and it's all, it's, it's a, the coolest place ever. If you go into their warehouse, when they talk about making something from scratch, that's what it is. There is yeah. literally about 10 to 15 guys 
that are literally just taking raw materials and creating a masterpiece. And it is one hell of a production. So congratulations for, Thank for, you. Congratulations for what you've done. Appreciate that. But we got to go back to uh, to college here. And so your, <laughs> your dad... Your dad was a uh, had his his bachelor of fine arts in sculpture, so I would just love to know what you studied to prepare yourself for the role in this business. History education. Yeah, well, she said, yeah, yeah you were a teacher, <laughs> and then like, yeah, we're not, that's I not working. Study. I wish I had had. I would like to say marketing with a business concentration. <laughs> no, I don't know anything. So <laughs> you got the real life experience. So around that, you seem like a very creative person. I've met a lot of people on your team. They seem very creative. What does it look like if I were a company that calls you and said, hey, I want to work on a booth? Um, do you guys walk us through the design, the creative aspects? Do you come back with us? Like, what, what does that look like? And, and kind of paint a picture of what that experience would be. Yeah, so it kind of runs the gamut. I mean, everybody comes in with everybody's brand is distinctive, right? So if anything, they have a logo. That's sometimes the only thing that they have. And sometimes they might try and pull that logo off their website and give it to me to print and put JPEG. on a freaking billboard. So we, we can have love a discussion that? with that later. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast to come later. <laughs> Graphics 101. <laughs> anyway, so no, I mean, it's, there's a lot of collaboration. Um, I have an amazing design team that what they do well is listen. So we're not creating art. We are ultimately, but we're not like, create we're not artists in the fact that this is ours right this is you know your brand your message we listen to what the what the needs are for you know if it's that specific show or if it's their showroom or you know whatever it is and those designers are really great about translating that into a, a an engaging design that really works for the space the budget and the needs and i think that's key um, and then following them through the process, the proximity issue, I mean, we work with clients all over the place, but it is great for clients that can come into town or are close down the street because they can literally come in and check out what we're doing, come and see what this reception desk looks like without the laminate. Oh, I want to change that laminate now or something like that. So that's kind of cool to be able to do that and go through that process. And it really is building the space. Like you said, I mean, if you go into not only the creative process, the production, I mean, everything we do in-house except for graphics. We don't do in-house graphics, but we do melt, like uh, sculpting, welding, painting, fabricating, everything. Um, graphics, the technology, everything's so expensive. I mean, Kenny Color, shout out to Kenny Color. He'd be a great guy to have on a podcast sometimes, but they have a great um, printing company. He literally moved right down the street from us. <laughs> Keep it busy. We're going to need you to move it's right next close, door. So he's, uh, it works out real well. So we don't have to invest in all that technology, but we can still stay on the cutting edge of that as well. So, um, But we, we physically do everything in-house. And like you said, when people come in and they can see the shop, like literally the other day, my uncle, he works in the back. He's been with my dad forever. He's as creative as my dad was, if not more was back there with a chainsaw, sawing <laughs> up a big old block of fiberglass that we just put on a steel cage, you know, and it was just, shit was everywhere. <laughs> like, it's dirty, don't come in there with your high heels on, because yeah. it's, you know. But it was fun, like, just seeing that, just shit flying everywhere, and it was cool, you know, and I was like, why don't I have a video of this? And so. you guys do, it, 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 I went into one, and Elise gave me a tour, and you guys had LED lights and these TV stands. I mean, this is not just a, oh, here, a wood structure or, or mm -hmm. a plastic structure. You guys are building things that are just, like, magnificent from that perspective. Well, thank you, yes. I mean, that's the thing, like, some people ask me, you know, what do you do? Or, or I'm like, well, I 
design and fabricate trade show exhibits. Sometimes you get a blank stare and people don't know what the hell that is. What's the like, trade show? Uh, I'm like, never, I work for the bank. And they're like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know. But no, and then people are like, oh, how many shows are there in Charlotte? I'm like, no, no. We ship to New York, Orlando, Vegas. I mean, if we were just Charlotte-based, we'd be in trouble. Because, right. you know, our convention center needs some help. But another podcast. I'm, I'm really interested, like, in the lead time. Yeah. Like, if I'm a corporation and I need something for a booth, are we talking a year one way or, yeah. like, two years So, it's all or relative, six months? like, based on the size, the scope, the complexity. Um, I would say if somebody's going to a large show and they're really wanting to invest in that space, giving yourself a good six to eight months. Mm -hmm. So, you can do everything from the pre-show. I mean, you know, giving you that eight to – even eight to ten months, really um, – and that could be from a, a 10 by 10 to a 10 by 20 or anything. But putting all of that effort into a show, sometimes now we've gotten it done in a month, you know? Sure. But just that's, depends. that's yeah. not, that's not what it is. So let's, let's yeah. cut that out. No. <laughs> Everybody's You're not advertising. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say that. Everyone um, at Studio Displays is like, Lori just said yeah, one Lori, month on the podcast. <laughs> what? Uh, just I'd also love to know, like, what is your has been your absolute favorite project? And maybe... Maybe you can't answer that because I know you have a lot of great clients, but what what's the coolest, most unique? Yeah. So one of the name? coolest projects we did for CES was for Iris, which is a, you know, proprietary brand within Lowe's Home Improvement. Okay. And Iris is the, you know, smart home system. So one year at CES, we literally created just a house and it was a really cool looking house. Um, it was integrated, wired, everything. I mean, it was three truckloads. Wow. We went out there. We worked almost all night one night trying to get it done. We got it done. You know, had a double deck incorporated there, tons of AV. I mean, I, that's what it is. It was all AV. And then what they wanted to do the next year, is they wanted to take, we took most of the house that we used and we turned it into a village. So they wanted to show everything from, you know, the loft urban apartment to the house the suburban wow. type house to you know the senior you know citizens like home or whatever and i'm sitting here thinking that was the biggest challenge we've ever had and we pulled it off and it looked great you know and and it was a really cool project so are you working like really intimately with whomever is representing the corporation like pretty in-depth process right or do they just say hey create this so it's funny you would think it would be really in-depth but what we're trying to do is assess those needs on the front end really get the solution together so we can leave them alone okay they can go do their thing and then we regroup once the production's done and then we really support them on the show so they don't have to worry about anything and they want we want them to have that you know remarkable experience if that's not cheesy enough to say but on the show floor because that's where shit will go to hell in a handbasket because <laughs> there's so many things that aren't in our control. But if we, we like to send someone to the show or, you know, have a representative studio there so we can really like take care of everything for them. Do, do you have like a really sophisticated software that shows like a virtual reality of what this thing is going to look like? Because I'd be terrified that we'd get it set up, get it there 
and they come in. We don't like it. No, I know. <laughs> I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell did you do here? Yeah, like, like that doesn't look anything like the rendering. See, can you yeah. show them what yeah. the rendering? I mean, yeah. you show them what it looks like. So before. literally, I mean, we use Vectorworks, and I mean, there's many CAD programs out there. But the, when you said virtual reality, I think that's a trip because I I was thinking about that the other day talking to my design director John Beckman, and he was like, you know, it would be cool if they could put on you know a VR set and be able to really experience the space. But that's really expensive. So sure. <laughs> I mean, the technology will be there probably in a few years, but it's kind of like LED lights. Like a few years ago, they were sure. fortune, and now you can get one at home. Flat screen phone. TVs. You know? oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but our software, I mean, amazingly enough, like you can see, like from the website or any portfolios that we do, the renderings look a lot like the photos. We yeah. don't want any guessing, you know. We don't want someone to show up and be like, that sucks. Um, and, you know, and a lot of times at previews, there might be something that doesn't work, like, because you were in a CAD space. I mean, their scale is all relative and stuff, but when you're actually in it and you want to see how it functions, especially with products, it does change a little bit, but that's the beauty of being able to have, like, the proximity, right, for Charlotte-based companies or surrounding, for them to come in and actually walk that space and experience it prior to going to the show. And there's a lot of value added in that. So, so you guys, cool. you have over 40 years of experience. You guys are doing a great job here locally and nationally. What's next for Studio Displays? And in, in, in five years, you know, what would make you say, damn, I'm proud of that? So I think what's next for us is trying to really um, get our name out there in the event line of business, more event-based. That's everything from national sales meetings, holiday parties, uh, we're doing a lot of work for the All-Stars, you know, coming in for Hornets. Um, but really, like, like diversifying ourselves and providing people with the support that we do from a trade show perspective to carry that through that corporate event and that, um, you know, RNCs coming to town. There's got to be a ton of stuff that. there. Yeah, Hello. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, so that's... We, I, we might know we might know somebody to, you know, hook you okay, up. Okay, cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> no, we've done some, We've and then they're scattered, you know, but I mean... Like I said earlier, we haven't ever spent any money or I've never had a concentrated effort on marketing. But going into 2019, I actually just hired somebody to help me so I could say, hey, awesome. I'm going to be ordering all my thank you gifts and my shirts and everything <laughs> soon. I promise. Yeah. So, I mean, it just takes me forever. I mean, you know, when you're a one man show, you're a small business. You got to grow, but you got to grow, you know, consciously. Mm -hmm. And so I finally, you know, we're getting the pieces of the puzzle in place. There's still a lot. I can't find, but we're working Yeah, when on you that. run out of things to do, you're in trouble. Yeah, you know? we'll yeah, never so do that. We're never going to do that, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, tell us a little bit, you know, in, in closing here, people that are listening to this um, that are interested in a booth, that are interested in learning more about Studio Displays, how can we, can we find you and how can they get in contact with you? So they can always go to studiodisplays.com. Um, I'm really working on the website and having it become more of a tool, and that's where people go. Um, but you can also just, you know, pick up the phone. Hey, 704-588-6590. Give us a call or shoot us an, em an email at info at studiodisplays.com. Those are the best ways to reach out. I love that. And you know what else I love? I love that you gave your phone number. We have so many, right? so many people that come on our podcast that never give a phone number. Like no one would actually call you. Lori will pick up the phone. I right? will. And she I will, will help you out. So Lori, thank you so much. Um, I love working with studio displays. I think you guys have built something that's really cool. I mean, we build cool shit that's going on a t-shirt people. It if is. you want one, <laughs> we'll let you know. So that's really just, we'll tell you the kind of the culture that they've built. 
Um, you're just, you're unique, but you're very, very just authentic. And I think that's really oh, cool in this world. There's, you are who you are and like me or not, but you do great. And I love that. So Lori, uh, thank you so much for being a member. Uh, well, a member, I guess. Thank you for joining us yes. on the Brand Butters podcast. And I guess being, I'll be a member. You are a member. <laughs> you're, you're a member of our first 60. Is there a female? She's a member of the yeah. Brand Builder you are, Club. You're a member I of the club. pay them to say this. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe that's what we'll do. I, I've thought about whoever will be our 100th guest because we're right around like 60 right now. Okay. We're going to do something for the first 100 people that got here. So I'm going to say yeah, that right awesome. now. That's Scott's awesome. looking at me like, what well, the hell are we I think what do? you're doing is amazing. So Thank I really you. do appreciate it so much. And you guys are freaking awesome as well. So everybody needs to know that. I mean, Sitting here looking at you got two good looking men. They what? know what they're talking about. They're fun. Keep going. We're gonna have to take her. We're gonna have to take her to lunch. Here's another twenty, Lori. Here's another twenty. Keep them going. <laughs> Give me that C note. What? <laughs> Thank well, awesome. you, Lori. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, until next time, guys. It's awesome. Thank you. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.